victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves that the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. We include spoilers for the new film, However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. So if you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a single thing. We generally assume you guys have already all seen the classic film, so there will always be spoilers when discussing anything that's been out for at least a year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and of course, uh, all, all good horror movies are R-rated, so, you know, you can expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? What is up? Going horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys want to kick kick it off with Cool of the Week? I checked out uh, a few uh, new shows that came out in the past week. Um First one was a uh, new DC show on TV, Powerless. Ah, okay, yeah, I saw I saw that on Facebook that you were watching it. Yeah, it's it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't necessarily <laughs> know if I'm. I mean, it's got a good concept. It has to do with like uh, these people that work at uh, one of uh, Bruce Wayne's uh, buildings. Basically, they come up with ways for people to. Basically, they have uh, preventions for people that come under fire from superheroes and villains fighting each other. Right. Like, like maybe like you know, basically they're insurance for people. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's it's a it's a good good idea, but the show's kind of I don't I don't I don't necessarily know if I'll stick with it. Are they kind of well? As long as it's not the worst thing you've ever seen. It's not. <laughs> yeah, that counts for uh, something. And there's a, there's a lot of references to, you know, you'll catch them. They reference the Joker, Batman, you know, really? all kinds of stuff. So so is it kind of similar to uh, Marvel Comics uh, miniseries, uh, comic miniseries they had that was called Damage Control, where they kind of go, go, they have a group that comes and cleans up after all the superhero fights? Yeah, yeah. I would say if that show was about the people that clean up, this shows about the people that come up with ideas to prevent people from getting hurt from that kind of stuff, basically. That's interesting. And, um, yeah, I mean, 
I think it's worth checking out. I don't necessarily, I don't know if it even make it past first season. Right. Personally, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But uh checked out a couple interesting Netflix shows. One of them I did finish. Uh, let me talk about the one I uh, just started. Um, probably like three episodes in was a, a series of uh, unfortunate events. Oh, uh, okay. It's uh, not too bad. And uh, that's coming from someone that's... I've never read the books. I didn't care for the Jim Carrey movie, but yeah. the show is uh, pretty decent. And my sister-in-law is super into it because she read the books. And she said after watching the show, she now feels... She knows what Harry Potter fans feel like when when they see a movie. That's the way oh, she okay. put it. In in what way? What do you what do you mean by that? Uh, she said that uh, compared to the movie, the show is more accurate to the book. Ah, okay, I got you. Okay, and right. um, and the the last thing I checked out was uh, Santa Clarita Diet with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> oh, wow! Oh yeah, yeah that's that's the one I'm most. How was that? To. Yeah, I I I really like it. Uh, I thought it was funny. Um, I like uh, it. It gets kind of gory uh, when you yeah. get to the zombie stuff, and um, right. It's um, it's a fast watch. I, I actually binge. It's ten episodes, but they're um, thirty minutes each. So yeah, I kind of just I, I just went right through it. So mm-hmm. um, I I, re- I recommend it. I definitely recommend people check it out. It looks funny. And, uh, yeah, that's all I watched uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, a different kind of zombie movie, The Girl with All the Gifts. Oh, you saw is, that? Uh, yeah, yeah they've got it. Uh, I think it's VOD on DirecTV right now. Okay. Yeah, um, it is. But I believe it may be out everywhere now on VOD. Or okay. if not now, then pretty soon in February. Right. Uh, totally worth it. It was really good. Like I don't know if we're uh, reviewing this movie at all, but we should. I I loved it. It's that. I mean, good. there was. Yeah, there, I mean, there was a couple of scenes, uh, and it, towards the beginning of the movie, uh, actually, where you could tell maybe they ran out of money for the budget on that one, <laughs> and okay. so there were a couple of cheesy effects. Right. Uh, but it was really only in a couple of scenes. The rest of the movie uh, was, uh, was pretty awesome. It was a, it was a cool take on a zombie movie. I'm pretty sure all the money went to Glenn Close for being in it. Yeah. <laughs> no did she have a press yeah, role? She did. She was like the. Uh, uh, you know, I don't. I don't know whether to call her a bad guy or a good guy. It was uh, everything was kind of gray area. It wasn't so black and white. This was like a zombie right. movie that kind of made you think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Very trained to Busanish, but uh, I like this one better. Now, was it a British, primarily a British cast, or was it... Uh... Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because uh, aside from Glenn Close, I think everybody else was British. Maybe the teacher mm-hmm. was uh, was American. I can't really remember. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a mostly British cast. You know what? I think I'll check it out this week, as a matter of fact. That's, yeah, uh, I think I'm going to, watch. too. That's one, yeah, that's one I've been looking forward to for some time, you know? And that that's about it, man. That's... All I watched. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't really have a cool of the week too much. It's uh, it's been kind of a hectic week. I've been get, getting a lot done at, at work, and um, I don't know. I guess I guess my cool of the week was that uh, was that Super Bowl game, man, and the way that the way that New England came back from from certain doom there. 
Like I'm still yeah. still trying to figure out how the hell that happened. <laughs> I know it was it was crazy. It, <laughs> I can't believe they came back. It was that was an amazing game to watch. I, I found myself rooting for him, and I hate New England. Right? Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I've always been. I was. I was blown away that whole second half. I'm like, Atlanta, it, right. try to kick a field goal at least. I mean, come on. <laughs> something. And yeah, no kidding. When, when I believe at the point when I knew there was a serious problem, I think uh, Atlanta was up 28-20. And I just felt like when they had the ball, even though they was up, I felt like they was playing catch-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. I was like, this, this is not good. Something's going on here, huh? Yeah. And there was just times when I'm like, kick a field goal, go up at least three, you know? Especially, I believe it was like 53 seconds left in the game, and they punted. Yeah. And they was in field goal well, range. There was that one where they were they, they were in field goal range, and then he got sacked a couple of times. Yes, and lost that's right. Like yeah. 20 effing yards. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, I, I, that was rough. I, I just completely didn't understand what they was doing in the second half. <laughs> Well, you know, every, so many so many things had to happen just so, just exactly right, and and they and every single one of them happened just exactly right for for mm-hmm. uh, Brady and the Patriots. It was amazing. Um, but I mean, I guess I, my really cool of the week was, uh, you know, I did I did my half marathon that I run in uh, New Orleans every year, and was uh, very happy to say that uh, my wife uh, joined me and actually completed her her first half marathon. Oh, congratulations! That's, yeah, I was. That's very, awesome. I was going to ask you about that. Very, very proud of her for that, man. Because I know, I know when she was at like the ten point five mile mark, I know that she uh, texted our daughter and said, "I'm done. <laughs> I hit the wall. I'm not going to be finishing." <laughs> it's like you've only got three point one miles to go. All that is is a five k. Just push through, you know. And she did. She yeah. sure as hell did. And then she was. We were both out on Bourbon Street that night, so she wasn't. She wasn't too bad. Too bad off. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's hell. What what more do you need in a week, right? There yeah. you go, man. That's a big week. All right. Well, I guess it's. Uh, I guess it's time to see what's what's new out there in the world of horror movies, huh, Brian? Okay. Um, quick uh, upcoming Blu-ray updates. Nineteen eighty seven's The Gate. Starring a uh, young Stephen Dorff, one of my favorites from the '80s, is being released February 28th on Blu-ray for the first time. Oh man, <laughs> I remember. I remember this movie. I think I probably saw this in the theater like five or six times for some reason. Yeah, I I really loved this movie as a kid. I I find myself watching it over and over. I I kind of remember the second one, but I, <laughs> okay. it, it wasn't as good. I don't good. know if I've ever seen it. You never seen the gate? I not that I can remember. Yeah, I mean, watching it. I mean, I have like a uh, maybe I have like a bootleg copy of it, but uh, watching it, the <laughs> the effects do not hold up. Watching it, but I think if you if you haven't seen it, then you probably won't like it now because you probably won't have that like nostalgia feel for it. <laughs> but um, oh yeah, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, maybe I've seen. Oh, it. I've seen this. I remember yeah. the little demons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I remember that one. That was a good one. Right. <laughs> uh, also from Screen Factory, uh, we are getting a double pack uh, featuring 1971's Willard and 1972's Ben, the sequel. You guys ever check these out? The the movies with the rats. Uh, I've never seen the old one. I know they did a remake. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, with that, uh, Chris McGulliver? Oh, yes. Yeah. That was that was cheesy, man. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cheesy. I, I don't think I've seen the originals either, man. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if I've seen Will. I know I've seen Ben, because I remember right. the whole deal with uh, Michael Jackson doing the theme song <laughs> back in the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... We're getting that one uh, May 16th uh, from uh, Scream Factory. All right. Okay. Our first news, uh, a little bit of DC news. Uh, Ben Affleck's dropped out of directing Batman. Oh, no. And (laughs) uh, if you read the rumors, it sounds like he's possibly dropping out of doing the character. Oh, you've got to be kidding. This, um, This is really bad news for DC, I think. No kidding. He was he, he was for me he was kind of my saving grace for DC because I was excited to see him do a Batman movie. Yeah, right. I'm very worried for DC cuz I guess <laughs> the same the same people that came out and said Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad had problems. I guess they've seen Wonder Woman and said it suffers from the same problems. Oh no. Oh, not and then on top on top of that, The Flash still doesn't have a director. They haven't cast Green Lantern. <laughs> I, Ryan Reynolds. I, man, I thought Ryan Reynolds was. Uh, <laughs> Green Come on, man. That's got. Oh, that's got to be more fun than filming Deadpool, right? They got. <laughs> they they got to come with a dump truck of money for that one. <laughs> no shit. That's oh yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be a really good joke about it in Deadpool too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, one more uh, DC uh, casting news for Aquaman. Um, anybody get a chance to see Netflix, uh, the get down? No, I haven't I've heard been a lot able... of good things about it, man. Yeah. There's an actor in there. I'm a... apologize if I butcher your name. Uh, Yaya Abdul Martin, the second is cast as the villain black Manta. Yeah. And also, uh, Nicole Kidman is uh, cast as Aquaman's mother. Oh boy. Well, this is a there's a lot sense. of there's a <laughs> lot of people casted in this movie. Well, it kind of does. I um I don't know the actor's name. Uh, he's been cast as Aquaman's father. He was um he was in the Star Wars prequels. He was a uh, Jango Fett. Okay, ah, you yeah, guys remember? He's, uh, he, he's like an Australian or, or aborig not an Aborigine actor, but isn't he like from one of the islands or from Australia or something like that? Yeah, South I think Pacific he's Pacific or. Yeah, I believe so. Well, he makes oh, kind of sense, but you can't get a whole lot whiter than Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lot of big casting for Aquaman, and this is out of all the movies. I, I don't even know if this one will be the one to get make, made because right. uh, there's got to be a, a lot of underwater fighting scenes in this, and I, that's I don't know if they can really do that. And I, I, I heard people talk like maybe they should wait to see what uh, James Cameron does with Avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of the, the second movie is going to be underwater. Uh, is, that, is that really going to happen, though? I mean, is Avatar At, really going to happen? Um, I believe it uh, officially got a release date for next year uh, set set in stone. So Really? Next yeah. year? That's right around the corner. I don't quote me on that. It might be 2019, but I believe I heard uh, end of the year next year. So, hmm. all right, cool. So it's probably pretty much for sure. So let me ask you this, man what 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 leads you to believe, or what did you hear that that ma- that makes you think he may not play uh, Batman? Um, just I know originally 
I, it doesn't surprise me about the directing because mm-hmm. he had said before the Batman movie was set in stone that he'll direct if it has a good script. So obviously See what I'm saying? Script. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I just kind of think he's a very hands-on person because even in right. the Batman v Superman, I heard he was helping with the script and help, you know, just, you know, I, you could tell he was very into mm. playing Batman. Yeah. And I don't think he wants to do a shitty Batman movie because honestly, I mean, a lot of people say if Justice League fails, that's it. I don't think Justice League will fail financially. Mm-hmm. It's possibility it might be a shitty movie, mm-hmm. but I think if Batman doesn't happen, I think you're going to have to restart the whole thing. Yeah. Because he, well, besides Wonder any Woman, of them are- he, yeah, besides Wonder Woman, to, he was the best part of uh, Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, any of them are going to make some money just because people are going to go see it. But, yeah. I mean, if they keep cranking out movies that are that are subpar, uh, I mean, eventually it, people are going to be like, all right, I'm done with DC. I mean, just, just look at uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That right. movie, I believe, made like between eight to nine hundred million dollars and they scrapped the seat they scrapped the third one because of yeah. the bad reviews so wow yeah but you know, you know? It's, it, it's amazing how much fucking money uh suicide squad made considering it wasn't really that great of a film yeah you know it's um like uh, like i said um we'll we'll have to see hmm you know i'm out of you know i have to be honest i was kind of a little bit looking forward to wonder woman more yeah, I was too, actually. But it, you know, I, I'm not going to go off of somebody saying they seen it because possibly from a couple things I read, they might I did not even seen the finished version of the movie. True. So yeah, you know, we shall see. Okay, um, are you guys fans of the Highlander movie? Yeah, very much so. Oh yeah. Um, the John Wick director Chad Stalski. Is mm-hmm. attached to direct the reboot. Hmm. And if everything works out, they are going to go. They're going to go try to make a trilogy of this. Who's in it? Um, uh, they haven't casted. I've heard rumors of Lance's uh, favorite actor, Tom Cruise, possibly. <laughs> but I don't okay. think that'll happen. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. Well, you know, we we thought he was going to suck an interview with the vampire, but I thought he pulled that off pretty pretty well. Yeah, so I just to, to me to me it, Tom Cruise in the Highlander does it doesn't it doesn't fit for me. Yeah, it is kind of off a little bit, you know. I mean, it's it, it's definitely going to be uh, a challenge to find somebody who's really good. Yeah, it seems like a part that he would probably want to play, though. Yeah, because he wants yeah. to be the only one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I do know um, Dave Bautista's uh, cast as the Kurgan. Okay, and I I can see that working. Mm-hmm. Hey, I will tell you this: I saw the. Have you guys seen the extended trailer for the Mummy? The one that's like two and a half minutes long. Uh, is this the one that they forgot to put the sound effects in, and it's just uh- him screaming? I don't know if I, if it was that or not. I, I saw it at the, at the theater though last week. I was I was pretty impressed with it. Oh, you guys have to pretty good. Oh. You guys have to check the one out that they. I guess they accidentally put a version of the trailer out with without right. the music and the sound effects oh, no. and the, the the scene in the plane where he's screaming. Right. 
it is hilarious, <laughs> right? Pretty because bad. That's all. Because that's all you hear is him screaming. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you ever want yeah, to hear Tom Cruise scream? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's on YouTube, huh? Yeah, it is. All right, I'll check. Oh yeah. Okay. J.J. Uh, Abrams and his Bad Robot Company are making a World War II horror movie called Overlord. Awesome. Huh. All right. Other 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 Nazi mutants. I feel like there should be. Um, I heard possibly zombies. Possibly. Okay. Right. As long as they're Nazis. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the story I read about it, it kind of made me think of uh, Dead Snow. Have you guys ever checked out those movies? Oh, yeah, I, lo- I love that movie. I, I don't know oh. yeah. if I've seen uh, I'm not sure if I've seen this. Oh, yeah, yeah, the second one's Red versus Dead, right? Where they have the yes. uh, the Russian the Russian zombie fighting. Yeah, I have seen both of them. Those, those are a lot of fun, man. You talk yeah, about and- gory, gory as hell, too, you know? Yeah, and uh, it's going to be directed by Julius Avery. I'm not too familiar with anything he's done. Hmm. But um, a lot of, basically, I don't know if there's a lot of J.J. Abrams stuff that he's put out that I didn't really like, so. Right. Oh, yeah. And I know he's a big horror fan, Mm -hmm. so uh, I I think this one's in good hands, and it sounds promising. Yeah, cool. Sounds that way, man. Okay, uh, Jeepers Creepers 3 news. Uh, Gina Phillips, who played uh, Justin Long's sister in the first one, uh, is going to be uh, the main focus of the third one. Okay. Not a not a blind Justin Long? Uh, you never know. Never know. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't expect him to show up in the second one. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not, I'm not. Probably the one they should have left alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there any little little boys being auditioned by the by the director? <laughs> oh yeah, How's that guy. I Talk forgot about, about that. Uh, creeps. It's like, hey, uh, look, we 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 have a, a horror movie that came out and it's almost decent. Let's make four more of them. Oh boy, <laughs> terrible. Oh, okay. Our last news item uh, comes from, I believe, uh, a movie that was on all our top lists: uh, The Conjuring Two. Right. Oh yeah. Um, the Conjuring Two spinoff movie, The Nun, has officially hired director Corin Hardy as the director, and um, he's done a movie that uh, it's on Netflix. I've heard a lot of good things about. It. I haven't not seen it yet. Uh, the Hollow. Oh. And he is also attached to the upcoming Crow reboot, which that's another movie I don't even think's ever going to get made. Right. <laughs> Might huh. be a good thing. <laughs> well, they, they got a lot of faith in him for considering he's only done like one direct to Netflix movie, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't believe it was direct to Netflix. Hmm. I think it was just an independent movie that's on Netflix now. Right. But I think I earlier went through his uh, filmography. Yeah, they're they're putting a lot of faith in him. Oh, he's. I don't think he's really done too much anything right as big as this. Well, I mean that's that's the trend right now in Hollywood is in, instead of instead of getting these directors that have already made a name for themselves because those guys I guess are getting to kind of just ch- pick and choose whatever they want to do, but it yeah. seems like for so many of these blockbusters they're they're taking chances with these independent film directors that may only have one or two works to their name and I I think I kind of like that a little bit because it gives 
some new guys a chance to come out. I mean, look 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 at Tom Brady for example. You know, no, nobody ever thought that dude was going to be a starter when he got drafted in what the fifth or sixth round or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, got to got to give some some new blood a chance. I, I kind of like the concept actually. Yeah, I can't think of recently. Not too many movies have failed with uh, you know. Independent, not independent, but uh, not too experienced directors doing them. The only one I can think of is the uh, Josh Trank when he did Fantastic Four. Yeah, well, we oh, he, yeah. Was, he, <laughs> he was coming off the only movie he was he had done was uh, what was it? Uh, what was the one with Michael B. Jordan? Oh, you talking about where they get the superpowers? They found the yeah. the meteorite in the cave or whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I can't remember what that movie was called. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was the only movie he had done, and then he got hired to do uh, Fantastic Four Chronic- and Chronicle. Chronicle, yeah. All right. Besides, besides that, I can't think of. Uh, I think pretty much a lot of these new directors have been uh, successful. Mm-hmm. Because Fantastic Four is lame. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, what? <laughs> they need to. They need to. They need to give the rides back to Marvel, and Marvel instead of doing a Fantastic Four movie, just just insert them into the insert other them movies. Into, yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Much better. Much better yeah, because yeah, they they make a lot more uh, cameo characters than a whole right. movie characters. <laughs> um, and I believe, yep, that is all the news we have. All right, boys. Let's take our uh, our weekly little trip down to the trailer park then. The first one we are going to talk about is Bates Motel Season 5. Little teaser trailer. Right. It's pretty interesting. Um, I like the way it was filmed. Yeah, um, pretty much from what I see, uh, most of the original cast is returning uh, with the addition of Rihanna playing Marion Crane. Yeah. Um, I am... I I'm, have not watched the uh, fourth season, but I'm going to okay. binge watch it because I'm kind of looking forward to this. This looks like basically season five is going to be leading up to the Psycho movie. Right. Okay. That's what it sounds I'm, like. I'm really interested to see how they handle that. It might even include the Psycho movie. Yeah. I, I'm The way it plays out in my mind, the majority of the season's a prequel to Psycho. Mm-hmm. And the the final episode will be the actual, basically yeah. psycho movie condensed down into an episode. Really, that would make the that, most. That's sense. how I. I that's how that's, I see it in my mind. Hmm. I think that's the way that they should do it, and, and it would probably get the best ratings that way. Yeah, if mm-hmm. if but, not if not the last one, then maybe like the last two episodes be like a two parter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I'm I'm ready for this series to be over. Um, that's not necessarily <laughs> that's not necessarily saying anything bad about it because I watched probably the first two or three seasons of it and uh, mm-hmm. I mean it's you know we've talked about it a million times before it's got its problems but it's still a pretty decent show uh, yeah, it's not something were... I'm going to watch right now but I definitely at some point in time will watch it if they end yeah. it here yeah I think you and me had talked about basically we had the same problems as it's too much going on with what's what's going on in the town and other people yeah yeah and i mean i guess you can't just follow norman bates around the whole time so they've got to throw some other stuff in to keep it interesting but it seems a little scatterbrained sometimes and slow on top of it (laughs) it's weird yeah we let's uh what were you gonna say I was gonna say I, I, I watched the first the first uh, 
the first episode, uh-huh. and uh, basically pretty much tapped out after that. Man, it was it was I, I to me I just remembered the movie and it was just too fucking different. You know, I mean, you yeah. ever heard of Norman Bates with a cell phone and going around moping in school and he's got all these hot little girls liking him and he's nothing but just kind of like a little uh, seemed like a little punk to me. You know. I mean, I guess I should have given him more of a chance, but I mean, I mean, in this in this one, he look he looks he's starting to look like fucking Norman Bates. In this, yeah, movie. I like really the character like that him. plays him. I really do. I think he does right. a great job. Yeah, from what I read, uh, he's supposed to be directing an episode or two this season. Oh, okay, oh. interesting. And I, I did not. Since he looks I, like he's twelve. Yeah, I did not know until someone told me he was uh, Charlie and Charlie in the Ch- uh, Chocolate Factory. Oh, God. Oh! That one. Yeah, well, that, was, that was at least 10 years ago, so. Damn, yeah, he's that... not aging too wow. fast, is he? <laughs> it's a fucking horrible ass movie. <laughs> so he's a British actor then? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, give it a, maybe I'll give it a chance if you guys say it's really great, but I mean. I mean, we know we know the end game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's pretty much what they do to get there that that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, that one, uh, episode one debuts February twentieth. Okay, it's a lot of stuff coming uh, out in February. Yep, and uh, let's move on to something that I think all three of us are excited for: Stranger Things two. Oh, everybody was. That's a, it was a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, yeah I was, was like, man. I was super excited for it because there was a lot of talk about this this ad that was going to be uh, run during the Super Bowl night because there's been a lot of talk about nobody knew actually when the season was going to debut, and uh, mm-hmm. we kind of got the the answer. It's going to come out on Halloween this year, mm-hmm. That's which I think awesome. is perfect. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, cast is uh, pretty much all the cast is returning with the addition of uh, Sean Astin and Paul Reiser yep. is joining the cast. So, um, deal directed by the Doofer Brothers. Awesome. And yep. um, I am uh, really looking forward to it. The only thing I kind of wish they kind of would have left 11 out of the, the, the little teaser. Oh, and that was like, I, I yeah, because you missed that. I was, I yeah, was you, much paying attention to the new monster. Yeah, you pretty much in the beginning you got the you know the old school uh, ego waffle commercial. Yeah, that's what kind of threw me off. I didn't realize what it was at first, but yeah, it and immediately then, grabbed my attention. And then as soon as it went into the teaser, the first shot was Eleven kind of opening her eyes. Mm-hmm. And I I just really wish they would have just left that out. And then the kids in the Ghostbuster costumes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I am definitely. I'm all in on this. Um, I oh, can't yeah. wait. Like, like you said, Lance with the monster. I believe it was the scene when uh, one of the boys was looking out of the front door outside. Mm-hmm. And you just saw saw it in the background. Yeah, I'm was, wondering. They just kind of flashed it on there, but that was some craziness. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's the upside down, or is it the upside down in our world, like merging into one? I don't know. You know, a lot of questions. Know. A lot of questions. Yeah, can't wait though. Well, why it was a teaser. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, October 31st this year. Yeah, awesome. excited, exciting yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, okay. Moving on to our last trailer. Um, sorry for the confusion with the trailers. This one came out, and I did a little rearranging. Um, 
the black the black coat's daughter, starring right. Emma Roberts, Lu- Lucy Boyton, uh, Karen Shipka, Lauren Holly, and, and James Remar, hmm. and many others. This uh, the reason why I threw this one in there because it is directed by Oz Perkins, son okay. of Anthony Perkins. Really? Yes. Wow, and, I uh, had no idea. Yeah, um, I have not seen his previous movie. Um, his previous movie is actually a Netflix exclusive. Um, it is called uh, "I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House." Uh, I haven't seen that one yet, man. That that that's in my yeah, queue man. though. Yeah, I believe uh, Ammon over at uh, the Bingecast. I, I believe he gave. Uh, I believe I heard him give a quick little review, and he said it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I want to. It's check kind it of. Out. It's a little bit of a slow burn, and. Right. Um, yeah, um, this movie kind of looks like a slow burn. Also, um, I kind of got a. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys will agree with this. I kind of got a modern day version of what we got with the witch, because it's it seems like these girls huh. might be witches. You know what? It's funny, sense. it's funny you should say that because I I I got I don't think I don't think this is accurate because I think it's a different. Uh, concept or whatever than than what i'm thinking but it, it i got a i got kind of like a flashback to that that 90s movie called the craft okay you know so right. that's kind of in the same vein so yeah but a little kind of could could be good yeah, I, you, you know what now that you're saying that i kind of i kind of think you're right uh, a, a more kind of darker take on that yeah, I think you're right on the money there. Um, it, it looks interesting. Like you say, man, it does look like a slow burn. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, I like Emma Roberts. She she, she kind of grabbed me out of the preview. but And I, I'm totally going to watch the movie because it looks like a cool slow burn kind of movie. But right. I got to say, man, the trailer didn't grab me at all. Like, I, I had a hard time paying attention to it. Yeah, I kind of had the opposite. I kind of felt like they didn't they didn't want to give away too much so mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of has me looking more more forward to the movie cuz mm-hmm. maybe there's something they really don't want to give away and uh, i'm really looking forward to it and this is also um uh how they released uh the girl with all the gifts uh, to direct tv this is also going to be a uh, straight to direct tv oh and, uh, okay. uh february 16th cool that's cool yeah. Yeah, I was I was actually just going to ask you is it a direct to Netflix? I guess you answered you answered that question. <laughs> yeah, I think uh from what I've read uh, somewhere uh, Direct TV starting to uh, get into what uh, Netflix is doing. They're going right. to start having more like kind of like uh earlier or not earlier this year, um last year uh, when the monster came out. Mhm. Um I believe that was a Direct TV exclusive before it was released anywhere else. Okay, so let me. They got to do this. something to try to keep up with internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this though. So, does that mean that it's going to be like if you have if you have Direct TV anyways, is it going to be free? Or are you still going to have to pay to to rent it? Uh, it's it's you're probably going to have to pay. Hmm. Okay. That so would be the, nice though. I was about to say. So, what's the big advantage? You know, I mean, how's Just that really get to see it early. TV with their with their their brand. Yeah, it's a before know. it's a before theater release because the girl with all the gifts is supposed to be released in some theaters too, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it's I think it's kind of like a like how Redbox advertises you can rent movies there before Netflix gets it type mm, of deal. Right. So. All right, fair enough. You know, I'm 
I don't know how thrilled I'm going to be to spend extra money. I'm, I'm already paying for right. direct TV. You know, I expect to get more of a a benefit from that, I guess. But uh, yeah, especially as much. We'll uh, no, real, real, real quick. Have you guys heard about this thing that they're talking about doing? How uh, movies that are released in a theater, like after like two weeks, they're going to um, have it available to rent on TV. No, have you guys you, heard about this? No, cool. you, you mentioned something about it a few weeks back, yeah, but I thought you said they were going to do it like uh, concurrently or something. Yeah, I haven't heard. Ever since I read about it, I just haven't heard too much. I don't know if that was just an idea thrown out there and it wasn't a serious thing. Right. Yeah, but the uh, last I heard, they were going to charge like 50 bucks or something ridiculous to watch it. Oh, shit. Know. Like pay-per-view, huh? Like, like a, yeah. Like a WWE I, event. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen, brother. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You, you just need the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. there you go. <laughs> Damn. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, where were we? Yeah, February 16th, uh, The Black Coat's Daughter, um, and that was our last trailer. All right, cool. So, uh, we Philip, we get any listener feedback this week? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go over a couple things first, though. Speaking of the WWE, woo! We got the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, coming to Texas Frightmare Weekend. No way! <laughs> With Jesus from The Walking Dead. I knew he was going to be there. <laughs> I didn't know Ric Flair was going to be there, man. <laughs> Ric Flair is our newest addition. Actors, I know. Is that crazy? I don't know why Ric Flair's there, but I'm excited about it. I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Um, You know, along with the cast from 31, uh, uh, a lot of the cast from Stranger Things, uh, 11, the kid with the tooth is going to be there. Right. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, Sting is going to be there, another another wrestler. Um, Let's see. Who who else were you really excited about meeting, Lance? Oh, uh, Keith David. Keith David, yeah, that was going to be a big one. And uh, Malcolm McDowell is going to be there. Oh, so. yeah, that's absolutely. That's right. I've got to get my Clockwork Orange poster signed. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> you go dressed up. <laughs> yeah, those are the two big. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually not a bad idea at all, man. Oh, what did I do? <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, we got three. Day- we got three days of the event, so I know we're gonna. We gotta yeah. wear our, our horror returns gear at least one day, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. But that, but that leaves two other days, man. <laughs> All right. Well, May fifth, sixth, and seventh. Uh, come check it out. It's in Dallas, and uh, we're gonna have a good time, man. Lance and I'll be there. Uh, Kevin said he'd meet you. He'd meet us over there too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's Kevin's see. Kevin's gonna be there for sure. Brian, you got and, uh, any, any Brian? You got any chance of, uh, of 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 doing an express flight from Alaska to Texas? You know, <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to say nothing, but I'm trying. I'm currently trying to work it out right now. All right. What? Yeah, I'm That's not. A long I'm not, way to go, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying yes, but uh, I, I'm trying to work something out. So it's a uh, possibility. All right. All right. It's gonna be a big all event. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see, we got on our Facebook page, our buddy Patrick Lear sent one to us. He, uh, sent us some breaking news about the Friday the 13th reboot, and it is, uh, yanked from Paramount <laughs> schedule. <laughs> not, not, not too upset about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that, probably that, not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> you know, but it kind of bums me out. 
because this is something I was kind of looking forward to. But at the same time, if it's been pulled, completely canceled, then there there must have been some serious problems with the script. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I, how many campers pro- can you kill, really? Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was probably that stupid origin story thing they was trying to do with bringing in uh, his father and all that stupid shit. Oh, mm. boy. Yeah, that could have been interesting. Yeah, just have him kill campers in interesting ways. That's that's <laughs> all I need. Yeah, that's how it stayed alive for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, at least at least we have the video game to look forward to. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, but that's that's about it for listener feedback this week. Uh, as always, you can reach us on our Facebook page or Podbean. Uh, or email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Or just look up The Horror Returns at any of the other social media things, and we're there. We'll find you. Cool. Oh, yeah, and speaking of email, uh, Philip, there is one other thing I need to, I guess, cover with you that we could talk about next week. But We, we may be doing an exclusive uh, uh, interview with a, a writer and director who's got a film that's He's got going through Kickstarter that he, he reached out to us through email. I wanted you guys to kind of look at that and see what you think about it. But eh, might okay. be a nice thing to add to the to the show. And maybe we could even get an advanced screener or something like that and uh, and cover the movie as well. Cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Cool. All right. So, look at that. We're big time. <laughs> you, guys ready, you guys ready to move on to uh, feature? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right. So... Uh, this week we are exploring the world of the ring, or ringu as they as they originally called it in Japan. Which uh, I think we want to talk a little bit about that movie. Um, uh, Brian, you've you've seen that one, right? Ringu, the original. Yeah, I actually didn't get a chance to rewatch it. Okay. So I can't really speak on it. It's been a while since I've seen it. But you've seen it before. Yeah. I've but... never seen Ring Ringu or whatever. I, yeah, um, th- those uh, they are decent movies, especially uh, I can't believe uh, what is the other one uh, with the, uh, that, the grudge. Uh, the grud- yeah, those are good too. I haven't checked out the one where they're going against each other. Uh, I forgot what it's called. I believe if, uh, if oh, anybody ring, ring versus the grudge or whatever. Yeah, I've actually heard pretty good things about right. it, and uh, <laughs> the, I heard the whole the whole. Uh, way they actually come together i heard was done pretty good mm-hmm. and uh if anybody subscribes to shutter it's a uh, streaming uh site for horror movies it's uh it's only like 4.95 and Man, it's that's, pretty uh, they got a, that's not bad they got that's, a lot of good less, books. yeah they got a they got a lot of good movies on there that's less than the price of one rental yep i expect and it is uh check that out it is, a, I believe, exclusively uh, released on there. Oh, cool. But I do apologize. I was meaning to uh, rewatch uh, Ringu so I could give a proper review, but uh, it's been so long since I've seen it. I well, no, do you remember it. how it compares to uh, the original The Ring, though? No, honestly. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, that... curi- I was curious if they changed the story up any. Yeah, I kind of was too. I've always been a little afraid to watch it because I actually really like mm-hmm. The Ring. Right? Yeah. Uh, if you really like The Ring, then uh, don't watch the sequel. 
because <laughs> I know I'm definitely through. not watching the sequel. <laughs> I I did get that one in, and uh, <laughs> my gosh, if that you. if if that movie came out this year, um, a mm-hmm. spoiler spoiler alert for uh, my top five worst. Oh, it would be in there, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It, yeah, it looked like it was pretty awful. I may have even seen it at some point in time and just blocked it from my mind because I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to be uh, subject to the horror. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes life. no sense from where where the first one come you know goes, mm-hmm. and then there there was a lot of horrible CGI work and like really really bad. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I have seen it. I did block it from my mind. Mm. Let's not talk about that one. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, always, that always takes me out of it, man. But, but this original. All right, well, we'll cover the original uh, American version then. Uh, came out in two thousand two, directed by Gore Verbinski, also known for multiple Pirates of the Caribbean movies, as well as the upcoming A Cure for Wellness. Oh, the, nice. The writer was Aaron Kruger, also known for Scream Three, The Skeleton Key, and your favorite, Brian the Ring Two. Yay. <laughs> Um, long before the movie premiered, the killer video was used as a commercial. The commercial did not mention any movie for nearly a month. That's kind of creepy. That yeah. is super creepy. That's awesome. That is advertising right there. The success, Probably not the most effective form, but... <laughs> <laughs> the success of The Ring, so maybe it was effective, dude, uh, at the yeah. box office, paved the way for several more American remakes of Japanese horror films, including The Grudge in 2004, Dark Water in 2005, Pulse in 2006, and One Missed Call in 2008. And final piece of trivia, Jennifer Love Hewitt was originally offered the role of Rachel Keller, but turned it down. Uh, and the movie's probably better as a result. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh... Philip, you said you like this one quite a bit. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this this was the one that kind of started the whole Japanese thing. And if you don't know whether it's Japanese or not, usually the uh, the 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 ghost is a small Japanese character. Then it's a Japanese movie, right? <laughs> but uh, very dark, very dark. Yeah, very very super creepy, and usually painted white. There you go. Uh, but no, I think it was, uh, it was a cool slow burn. It was really creepy through the whole movie. I like that they have this, uh, it was, it was almost a suspense thriller on top of being a horror movie, uh, because they had to go and do this investigation to find out the whole backstory of everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I like how, you know, you start out knowing, uh, basically as much as the main character. I also like how they opened the movie, by the way, where they did it, with, where it was a little more um, a lighthearted atmosphere and then with the, with the two girls at home by themselves or whatever, and it was the seventh day and it killed that uh, w- one of the teenage girls. And so that, mm-hmm. really, that really set a cool tone for the movie. Plus, it was, I think, the only time where they had that lighthearted atmosphere. After that, it was all intense. The whole movie, and right. uh, I, I I like the way that they wrapped it up. I like the way that they ended it. Um, this was a pretty solid movie for me, man. I I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, I, I thought this was definitely far and away the best of the of the Jap- of the Japanese re- uh, Americanized remakes. 
Like, I don't even really... I mean, obviously I remember The Grudge and all that, but I don't really remember Dark Water too much. I mean, I vaguely remember it had something to do with a... Was it like a sewer or like some kind? I mean, do, do you guys even re- remember any details of Dark Water? That uh, one falls into that mix of, you know, the darkness and all those other dark Well, you know, all those other dark-named movies, you know? Right. There's I'm like, looking at it know. right now. I, I, I know I've seen it in the theater, and it came out in 2005, and that was the only time I've seen it. And I'm looking at the cast list. The only one I remember that was in it was Jennifer Connelly. Right, right, right. According to the cast list, uh, Tim Roth and John C. Riley were in the movie. Yeah, I was just about to say what what an incredible cast, man! And for us I, not to to remember yeah, the movie, I says do a not lot. remember them. I remember, I remember the movie, um, but it wasn't. It like I said, it definitely doesn't stand out. It it still mm-hmm. falls into that same category. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do remember Pulse. I do that remember that the, one. That was the photographer, right? No, that was a. Uh, don't sh- something shutter something better yeah ah yeah okay. pulse pulse was what man. pulse was with the it was kind of a paranormal right. world coming through like electricity hmm. or something okay and um i remember in the movie they were like unplugging everything and taping up all the outlets and all kinds of stuff like that and basically oh, they, yeah, they were trying they were trying to come that. to our world from the other side through oh, through boy. all these like electronic yeah uh, see, was... even talking about this stuff is not really jogging my memory man those those right. kind of blended the wayside to me yeah again looking at the pulse cast list they had Kristen bell in it mm-hmm. i don't remember a lot of these movies <laughs> well there's probably a reason we don't you know but i mean that's back <laughs> to my original point i thought and i and i don't really know if i've seen the ring too either so this is really the only one that I remember, you know, out of the out of the bunch. And it, it was the video that they put in was super creepy. The, con- right. the concept, the concept was really neat because it's like, you know, if somebody puts it in, like, say your your kid grabs it right and puts it in the DVR, and you walk in on them and they're watching the movie, you're like, holy shit! Now what do I do? Oh, uh, you know, right. And the like, creepy kid in the movie is super creepy. Definitely. And there's like, once what? you see it, there's no way to unsee it. Which one? You know? Her son, because that little yeah. shit is creepy too. <laughs> it's creepy as hell, right? And, and can I say I would never allow any of my kids to call me by my first name? Oh, I know, right? Well, he that was that added to the creepiness because you're like, what is the matter with this kid? <laughs> right? Yeah, it was. Um, it, it was. It was a. Very, it was a, a very good movie compared to all the ones that came after it. So. You know, I think a lot of it was probably the the acting. I mean, I you know, Naomi Watts was pretty pretty new then. I don't think she'd done a lot of big roles at that point. You know, I didn't know her too well. I didn't I didn't even realize it until I I rewatched it that uh, Amber Tamblin was in it. And uh, did you guys realize that uh, there was a very young Adam Brody that that played like a super small role in it? Uh, male. I saw it. One. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it when I watched it this right. time. I was like, "Oh, hey, I know that guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, obviously this this movie paved the way. I think it got the creep factor good. I love the resolution at the end. That's why I don't know why yeah. they needed a ring too, because they pretty much tied everything together. So I'm not, you know, quite sure where they would have gone from there. But uh, let let me yeah, say I enjoyed, this: I enjoyed it quite a bit. Let me say this about Ring Two: the general point of the movie kind of happens in the new movie 
of what was trying to be, get a car. I'll just before I don't want to get into the rings and, but basically, the plot of the second movie is kind of similar to what's going on in the new one. Hmm. So they, basically, they did a better job of it in the new yeah, one. Yeah, basically, they could have just. For anybody out there, I, you know, if you like The Ring 2, that's fine. But I would go from watching The Ring to, <laughs> no, to the third movie. It's terrible. Go back. <laughs> tell, tell the truth, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, don't don't watch The Ring 2. So what what, what was what did you like? What did you think about The Ring, Brian? I'm, I'm sure you, you enjoyed it, right? Did, are, are you in agreement that it was kind of like the best of the bunch? Absolutely. I mean, I do like The Grudge because um, there is a lot of creepy shit mm-hmm. in the movie yeah. but yeah the I like ring, the as far as the the whole j-horror genre i, I believe um, this is by far the best one right. and uh, well there's a there's a reason it spawned those movies it was kind of yeah. like blair witch oh yeah for and sure one of the things i liked is um you didn't necessarily see her do it uh what was her name samara oh you yeah you, you basically you didn't see what she was doing to people Mm-hmm. And it was and, and it was still effective. You yeah, might have got a you might have got a glimpse of what they look like after, but um, it worked. You didn't really have to see her actually physically do anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it was just creepy as shit. the The images alone on that video were were creepy, but at the same time, like you know, when you watch it, there there are clues to to certain things, you know, which you know led to the to the end of the movie. And I thought that was pretty good. Um, Naomi Watts was uh, excellent in this movie. Um, she was uh, also good in the second one, but you know that we talked about that one too much. Um, <laughs> um, both kids to me were were creepy because uh, no, I believe his name was Noah in the movie. Mm-hmm. He just looked like a creepy little child, like politician or I don't know his hair was always perfectly parted and he just had this creepy like no expression yeah and and to me he when, was definitely creepy so yeah to me he could he could have played damien no problem huh oh yeah you know he, he probably could have and to me when mm-hmm. when you get kids uh right in a horror movie like that they can be really right? scary yeah no doubt what'd you guys think about brian cox uh, he's always, I mean, he had a he's very small part in this movie. movie. Yeah, but he's yeah. solid. I mean, it was a small part, but mm-hmm. it was uh, uh, shocking, to say the least. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Brian Cox is always, he's a phenomenal actor. And, you know, we just seen him in the autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah. I, I, I think he needed him in this movie. Yeah, I kind of wish he would do more genre movies like this. I think oh, yeah. May, I think we may see him in more, man. I've just got that feeling, you know? Yeah, they're probably going to pay some money for him. He's a pretty good actor. I don't know, man. I, I don't think he I don't think he demanded too much to do the autopsy of Jane Doe. That, that well, more yeah, like sure he did. A labor yeah. of, uh, seemed like it was kind of like a, a labor of love. That That's what makes me hopeful that maybe he's yeah. getting to be where he wants to be in more of those kind of movies, you know? Yeah, he might be. He might be at that age where he's just doing doing what he wants to do, right? Yeah, regardless of if it's. I ain't gonna say he's just gonna do bad movies, but you know, right. if he if it's a project he wants to do, then I think He'll no matter it. what the cost is. Well, don't don't tell me he now he's not in the ring too, is he? 
<laughs> no. huh? Did they go that far? Because <laughs> that would make no, no sense. <laughs> it, it, but I, it would improve the movie, though. Okay. <laughs> I'm <fair> sure. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for scores? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to give it uh, an 8.5. Um, Damn. I, I, yeah. I think this movie was, was pretty iconic, and it definitely mm-hmm. belongs in the uh, the new horror classics. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a strong seven. You know, I, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, my favorite part of the whole thing was the video. You know, I thought if yeah. they, they could have, you know, and of course they, you know, if they focused on it too much, it probably would have given too much away, and it would have like become overkill after a while. So, but I also liked the the ending. I liked the way they resolved everything and tied it up, and 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 obviously did not need a ring too. <laughs> based on the ending of this movie. So I thought it was a, a well-directed, uh, well-made movie. And, and, yeah, Naomi Watts was considered she hadn't done a whole lot by then. She, I think this was kind of one of the movies that has made her as popular as she's become. So, yeah, I'll give it a 7. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'll give it a 7.5. I'll give, I'll give it an extra half point now, now that I think about how creepy that, that video was. The only thing that I didn't like quite as much was the, the monster you know, I thought they could have done a little better job, but I mean, this was made in 2002, so you know, it, yeah. it is what it is. I kind of like that they that they had her, like you said, you know, when when that she doesn't, you don't really see her doing anything, and I think it's that part that that leads it to that imagination that makes mm-hmm. it good, which is what I like what they did with the ending of it, and uh, I think yeah, making a sequel just kind of screwed that up. Okay, I am going to give it a solid eight. I think oh, good. Out of that decade, the 2000s, I think this is up there, definitely in the top 10 of horror movies. Right. And I think the character of Samara, um, I think it's pretty much reached that iconic status because. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody knows that character. Yeah. Uh, If you don't immediately know her by name, you know what she looks like. Yeah, there are so many like parody videos of, you know, people dressing up like her, scaring people. And uh, recently, I don't know if you guys seen, uh, they did one for the, the the new movie at a TV store. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, Naomi Watts was excellent. You know, the little kid. Um, I'm not too big on kids and you know acting wise in movies because they can be hit or miss. But I thought he did what he needed to do to be a creepy little shit. And. <laughs> Yeah, um, a solid eight for me. Cool. Well, we all enjoyed it for sure. So uh, let's see what we think about the new one. And this one, this one's going to be uh, you two guys because I did not get out to see with everything going on and the the marathon oh, yeah. and everything. Didn't make it out to see Rings, but I'm definitely interested in what you guys think. Uh, it was directed by F. Javier Guterres, also known for Before the Fall. Never heard of that. Have you guys? Nope. That's so, familiar. Another another one of those uh, indie guys that got a you know pretty pretty uh, big you know mainstream movie to direct here. It looks like the uh, writers were or the writers the writers were David Luca, Jacob Estes, and Akiva Goldsman. So I don't know when you get three or more writers on a screenplay, it always makes me nervous. But um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so this is the first film in the series that the makeup effects were not done by Rick Baker, who had the previous two. 
Rick retired from the industry in early 2015 and left his studio, Cinevation, to his protege, Arjun Tutin, who had worked with him on Maleficent. This movie, another warning sign, guys. This movie was originally set for release in November 2015 and was pushed back several times due to studio delays. And final piece of trivia, according to special makeup effects designer on the film, the previously mentioned Arjun Tutin, took about six and a half hours to complete Samara's makeup, and her costume featured a water rig under the dress that allowed the character to constantly drip water. So, uh, who wants to talk first about rings, guys? Uh, I'll go first. Um, Uh Initially, when I first watched this movie, how it started, I thought this movie was going to be stupid as hell. Me too. But when (laughs) you... I was so worried. (laughs) when uh, (laughs) When they finally got into the actual story... Right. And... Um, the way, cause, um, I was wondering how they were going to do this with the videotape, especially nowadays. Right. Um, I thought it was clever and, um, there was a, I didn't know, uh, Johnny Galecki was in this movie. Yeah. I didn't either. Um, I didn't know and, a couple uh, people were in this movie. Yeah. Um, it, um, it actually, uh, started looking up from there. Um, oh, yeah? I like what they tried to do story wise. Um, the acting wasn't too bad. I thought it was okay yeah. for the most part. But, you know, as, I mean, there's some... We'll get into it later, but the, the bigger name actors did did fine. Um, the ones yeah. you didn't know were okay. Mm-hmm. I, did yeah. like the, I did like the newer effects on Samar. They look more up-to-date. Because um, I don't... I probably didn't even say that in the original one. Um, I think her her overall effects and makeup, I think it kind of looked better than the original. Really? Honestly. Yeah. And, okay. uh, with, with that being said, um, this was a, it was okay. Um, like I said, judging, uh, going from off that opening part of the movie, I was really worried. And then it turned out to be a pretty okay movie. Yeah. Well, man, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of hit right on par with you. I, I think, uh, it was really okay. Is it the, probably the best way to describe it? because <laughs> you're right man that that opening scene was awful the acting was terrible it was the whole there was nothing about it that was good and i was thinking oh no we are in trouble because they kind of did the same thing as the first one where they started the, the first scene is is has nothing to do with the rest of the movie yeah they, they could have <laughs> just they could have just cut that whole first scene out of the movie yeah yeah i mean i get it, it kind of sets the tone but man it set a bad tone because i was i was mm-hmm. worried <laughs> yeah and i then, mean now that now that I'm thinking about it, they would have just cut that out and just went and started it when you got uh, Johnny Galecki's character. Right. I think. Oh, it yeah. Been, it it would have been better for me. Yeah, that me too. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like that Johnny Galecki was in it. I think that he did great. Um, can, can I say who else is in it? Or is that a spoiler? Uh, he was in the trailer, so. Okay, so Vincent D'Onofrio is in it and everything. I love that dude. Everything that he does is gold in this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like I, I love all his parts. Um, the uh, the main kid is some good looking bushy eyebrow dude. I've seen him a couple times somewhere else. And he did all right. <laughs> um, uh, you know, young heartthrob guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the chick that was in the movie had this weird little lisp 
which was kind of annoying sometimes, but kind of cute in others, you know? So I, I, I think she sort of gets away with it. I think she did a pretty good job, too. Pulled it off, um, huh? Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty solid. They kind of followed the uh, the blueprint of the first one mm-hmm. and uh, and sort of did the same type of thing, um, which kept you interested, kept you guessing what was next. Uh, I I did not like the ending. I thought that was terrible. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought the the special effects on Samara. Um, there's one scene where she has uh, like the snow from uh, from you know like if you have a channel that's not on and you got snow on the TV. She's right. got that like all over her body, and I feel like that sort of took away from the makeup that they did on her because I thought the makeup was really good. Uh, but putting that digital effect on top of it kind of threw it off a little for me. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty okay. It was the best okay movie they can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any, anything else you guys want to talk about uh, before ratings? Uh, well, I'm looking at the budget compared to the original one because uh, the original was $48 million budget and the okay. new one's only a $25 million. Wow. I think they... Off, off of what they what they had to work with, mm-hmm. I think I think they they did a pretty good job with what they had to work with. Comparing, you know, you go from almost a fifty million dollar budget to half that. Yeah, no kidding. Especially and, since a lot of that budget was probably wasted on that first trash scene. Oh right? gosh, <laughs> the most useless scene ever. I, did, I, just, <laughs> no. I thought it was so stupid. It was in the previews where they're on the plane. You remember? Yeah, it, yeah. I, I remember some something about they were watching like an in-flight movie or something like that. Don't yeah. don't, don't tell me it showed up in the in-flight movie. <laughs> Lance, Are let me serious? let me just Lance, let that me just the, say that this. I'm not, scene I'm not the movie. Lance, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but as soon as this scene was playing, it just had me right. rolling my eyes and just oh, like no, no, yeah. totally, well, totally not interested in the movie. Immediately. Yeah, me too. Yes, yeah, I was like, "What did I get myself into?" You get, you I can't, can't believe I saw this. <laughs> okay, let, uh, okay, let's let's give ratings and then get into spoilers. Then, all right, okay. Uh, let me. Oh my gosh, I don't even. Uh, uh, it's hard. I'm gonna give it a five. It was right there in the middle. Middle of the yeah, there, were, there, were, there were there was a good idea in here. I like what they tried to do. I like I like that they tried to update. Right. The whole watching of the videotape and most of the acting was fine. Vincent D'Onofrio, you know, he was, of course he, he's Vincent D'Onofrio, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty good. He's the wizard. Uh, Yeah. He's the the kingpin. He's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, overall there was, there was a lot of useless shit in this movie. (laughs) And maybe there was a ripoff from another movie that I'm going to get into spoilers. Oh, that'll be fun. So I'm a I'm a I'm gonna give it a five. It was it was like I said earlier. It was the best okay movie they can do with <laughs> now now looking at the budget with what they had to work with. Oh yeah, well I I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a five and a half. I almost might give it a little more if it hadn't been attached to uh, the ring. Hmm. Because um, I, I, I I think there was a very good movie in here somewhere. I just I think that that you know the beginning it started off a little rough and then. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like what they did with the end of it. Um, aside from that, man, it was it was pretty solid. It was 
it's it's worth watching. I don't know if it's worth going to the theater to see it, but if it pops up on VOD or Netflix or something, then definitely check it out. Yeah, it's it's definitely a rental. I would say. All right, I'll I'll check it out. But like I said, if you guys ready to go into spoilers, I'm going to stick around because uh, it's not like the most my most anticipated movie of 2017 or anything. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking okay. Um, what I was alluding to earlier, the ripoff. Um. There is a blatant "Don't Breathe" ripoff moment in this movie with Vincent D'Onofrio's oh. character. Was he black? Uh, was he? He's blind a blind character. He's a blind yeah. character, oh, and no. then there's there there is a there is a chase basically throughout the house where he turns the lights off, and I was waiting for him to say, "Now you'll see what I see." Oh no! <laughs> Um, See, and that didn't even click. I don't know why it didn't, but yeah, that was a pretty blatant ripoff. And uh, Philip, I'm right there with you on the ending. It was was terrible, wasn't it? It was definitely them, their attempt for more ring movies, basically. And, And, you know, that's kind of what the first one did, where they left it very open-ended like that, you know? Oh, she's dead. Or is she? (laughs) But, uh... But oh, yeah, this, this, I, this one's the way more blatant, that they did though. it was yeah, it was more blatant and it was it was kind of obnoxious. I thought. So from now on, is is she not Samara no more? Is she Julia? I guess so because uh, she's the new the new bad guy. Um, I like that they had kind of a different ring movie in this one that they were following the uh, the plot line on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was it was basically. Uh, updated basically she you know how she leaves clues throughout the the video um, right she, there was more scenes to the video and i like that i like i like the whole um i thought what johnny galecki's character was doing was pretty fucked up his little experiment yeah but it was that, creative i, I like yeah. the way it i like it as, as far as the movie plot goes that 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 was a cooler idea than i thought it was going to be yeah, because he, uh, I mean, they, he tried to redeem himself, but to me, he he was a scumbag throughout this movie. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally scumbag. But, um, yeah, I just, I can't, like I said, if that fucking whole opening scene, Lance, basically, <laughs> in the trailer, you got the you got the beginning and the end of this movie in the okay. trailer. All right. <laughs> so, you might have just seen the movie, might actually. I've seen it then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, uh, but, except it was ahead. the worst parts of the movie. <laughs> right. Yes. I, I I was really wanting um, Julia to be somehow related to Samara. I thought that's what they were going with. I thought that's what they were going with too, and I think it would have made more sense and tied it together a little more instead of just random. Yeah. Parts. Now I'm now I'm thinking it, it was a little confusing because wasn't she having dreams and visions or something earlier? Before, Before she, she ever watched the movie, yeah, and it made no sense, really. And it, you're right. If if they would have had some kind of tie-in with her and Samar, or maybe somebody she was any some kind of relation, then maybe yeah. it would have made more sense. But oh, but I, I like I like D'Onofrio's character, that preacher. Yes. I like the story behind him. I like everything that he did with that. That was that was a great character. 
Yeah, because I, I didn't see that reveal coming. Yeah, I didn't either. Who he was. I thought he was just some blind guy that just had too much information about something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, there's not really too much to say about this movie. They, the beginnings was stupid. The end was stupid. The middle was all right. Yeah. And, um, it was just they, they investigated the new video and found some more past stuff about Samara. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't really have too much to say about it. I don't necessarily, looking at the box office, I don't think, if this gets another one, it'll probably be not released in the theaters. Oh, yeah, not at all. I was, yeah. I mean, granted, I was there at like 10.30 in the morning. It was the first show, and it was just, you know, that was the day I had the opportunity to go see it. Um, yeah, I went. But there I was went, like two other people in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I went I went to a Thursday midnight showing and the theater was uh, packed and Really? It was silent throughout the movie. <laughs> that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. And, well, that's uh, okay though cuz that means people are into it. At least they're not talking. Oh, well, I didn't even hear anybody do mm-hmm. any like ridiculous jump jump scare. Oh, no gasping or anything. Yeah, huh? just quiet. Oh. Well, you didn't <laughs> at least you didn't hear any snoring or anything, did you? No. That would have made it a lot worse. <laughs> My wife has done that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it it uh, it didn't even beat uh, Split beat out the this movie for a third straight week at number one. So good, Split three times there. better. Than yeah, so <laughs> there you have it. With with all they put into that ending, I think it was a waste of time. Because yeah. I don't want to, I, I think it should be over here. But they, like we said earlier, they blatantly just try to tell you they want to do more ring movies. Mm-hmm. Right. And I kind of want to know how does that, with that ending, how the video got uploaded to the guy's, um, I, I believe his uh, email list or whatever, just went out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it, how, does, how does that work? How, does, how is Samara <laughs> supposed to be there? At all these different places. I don't know. She's going to find something out. And then, well, because Julie is the new one now, maybe she's just going to keep reproducing herself and (laughs) making a bunch of different creepy ring girls. Yeah, so stupid. (laughs) I don't want to go back on my my rating now, but I'm going to leave it at a five. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I wish they had had shut it down instead of leaving it open-ended. Did Gore Verbinski have anything to do with this one? I don't think so. I, di- I didn't see his name anywhere in it, except I think he got he got like a, a credit. I don't even think he was a producer. I think he got a cred- a writing credit from okay. like... No, I'm sorry. He didn't get a writing credit from the original idea because he, he's not the guy who uh, who wrote the story. He just directed it. So, oh, yeah. No, okay, I think yeah. I think he stayed very far away from this one. Good, because I am... Super hype for a, a cure for wellness. Oh man, and, you're oh yeah, me too. One. I, yeah, I, I finally I finally saw a good preview of that one, and it definitely mm-hmm. looks awesome. Yeah, I'm totally glad he had nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, and uh, I don't think he had anything to do with the Ring Two either. You'll be happy to know. So, oh good. Yeah, <laughs> keep you <laughs> keep your sanity there. Yeah, I, I think we're all super excited about that one. Um, as as well as the uh, the movie for next week, I think we're all pretty excited about that one as well. 
Oh, I've been going through action movies like crazy. <laughs> I am super. What do I, oh, this is the John Wick one, right? Yep. John Wick. You got it, man. Yeah, awesome. Okay, cool. What are we doing? John Wick and John Wick uh, and the new one? Uh, Commando, uh, I, I think. Yeah, I oh, wanted Commando, to keep, that's right. Yeah, I wanted to keep it old school. I tried to think, awesome. watching, from the tra- watching the trailer, it's basically John Wick just killing a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And the first old school movie that came to my head was Arnold in Commando because he basically takes on an island in that movie. Yep. Classic Arnold. An army of one. <laughs> Although he has some yep. people helping him at first. Some some of them make it and some of them don't, if I remember. I'm looking forward to seeing that one again. Isn't this the one? They didn't get to the top of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the one where his daughter gets kidnapped, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can't wait. To he has one of his classic lines in this uh, when he kills the one dude with the pipe. Right. He says, let, let off some steam, steam. Bennett. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, there's there's a lot he of good take stuff him before it was great. Cool. <laughs> it's gonna be great. And if our ske- if the schedules work out, uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have a guest on with us, uh, Jack again, who did the uh, Suicide Squad film with us. Oh, awesome! Be Plus, he's flying high from that Patriots win, huh? Oh yeah, yes, big he time, is. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you guys ready to wrap it up? Let's wrap it yeah, up, yeah, man. That's, As always, we want to thank you. As always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. And come on, guys, we need we need more feedback. Um, it may, I think it's time for another contest because I've got a I've got a whole box of Horror Returns T-shirts in here in every conceivable size. Oh, I want to g- give a quick apology to uh, Robert Anthony Richard. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just mailed out his uh, his uh, prize today. Oh, Freddie. Yeah, I just seen it right. uh, by, by my laptop, and I just realized I, I swore I sent it out. So that is on the way today. All right. It's coming from Alaska. It takes a minute. Yes. <laughs> why don't Why don't we do Why don't we do this, guys? Because not everybody has iTunes. So why don't we say that for the month of February, uh, if you'll give us a uh, put in one one five star iTunes review and or send us an email. And teach us something we don't already know in the email, like tell us about something big that's coming out or give us an update. Um, then we will pick a name for a Horror Returns t-shirt. Sound good? Cool. Okay. And also, you could, uh, you could you could actually follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Uh, just do a search for the Horror Returns. Also, look for us on iTunes. As we just mentioned, be sure to rate us and review us. And next week, as we said, we will be reviewing John Wick 2, as well as Commando. Hopefully with a special guest. So, until the horror returns again, good... Buenas noches! Buenas noches! (laughs) 